0: Welcome to We Are Unstoppable, sponsored by the University of Colorado Anschutz Medical Campus. I'm your host, Les Shapiro. And I'm your co-host, Vic Lombardi. Now each episode, we'll bring inspiring interviews with great athletes, celebrities, and the most brilliant
1: minds in medicine on how to beat adversity to win in life. So thanks for spending time with us as we bring you one step closer to becoming your best unstoppable self.
0: Our guest is comedian Brad Williams and Brad before we really dive into this thing I need some direction from you. You got to let me know how to refer to your physical stature here because I've heard <laughs> you use the words dwarf, I've yeah. heard you use the word midget, I've heard you use the word little person. So what words should should Vic and I use?
2: Um yeah the the ultra politically correct term that you should refer to me as is a uh, uh, horse C- Johnson, uh, that's but that's only if you want to be super super PC and you don't want to get canceled at all. Just, uh, yeah, we, we're we're either known as horse C- Johnsons or big C- Magoos, yes. Uh, that's that that that's how you can refer us, okay? No, um, you could you could say dwarf little person that's fine it's it, it it it's it's the midget word that a lot of people don't like i don't mind it i don't it doesn't really matter to me but uh for some people they get very upset uh but uh yeah so say dwarf little person but we know
1: each other i need to ask you a question cuz your sense of humor where did that were you always like this Were you always this sort of, hey, man, do whatever you want. I'm cool. No, I've
2: I've been a dwarf my entire life. (laughs) Uh, There was never a scenario where I was six foot four. And uh, you you know what? It it was weird because I was in a grocery store a couple weeks ago, and uh, there was a kid who saw me. And this is how much we don't know about coronavirus – is this kid saw me and just yelled out
1: look what it did to him
2: (laughs) so he literally thought that pre-virus i was just loving life just walking around just 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 everything fit uh and then like someone sneezed on me and it was like mario touching a goomba (laughs) but uh no um i'll tell you where my sense of humor comes from and that's uh and that and that's my dad. Uh, my dad, not a dwarf. We don't all come from the same tribe. Uh, my dad knew that I would be made fun of as a kid. So rather than try to hide the fact that I'm that I'm a little person, his philosophy was, well, I'm going to make fun of you first. And you could hit me back with insults. So then when you meet someone, if they make fun of you, a you'll be prepared and be you're 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 aware that you're different i i think some people try to ignore difference rather than embrace it and uh when you ignore it then it becomes a big shock to you when it's pointed out um my general philosophy is that when i meet someone new i try to make a dwarf joke within the first 10 to 15 seconds just so they they know like okay he's cool with it like he knows and he's fine
0: yeah put him at ease
2: yeah so that that's what I like to do, so that's kind of how that's kind of how my sense of humor was shaped and molded and i really i can't hang out with people if they if if they if they can't make a joke about me or if they can't take a joke about about themselves i i i can't it's not going to
0: work all right so serious question were you bullied as a kid, and did that sense of humor help you a lot
2: oh yeah uh, i was I was bullied as a kid, but at the same time. Not very long, because kids found out that when they fired insults at me, I'd fire them right back at them. So the first day of school, um, and I covered this in my uh, second stand-up special, Daddy Issues. Uh, The the first day of school, I I walked in, and a kid said, ha-ha, you're little. And I said, ha-ha, your mom doesn't live with your dad anymore. (laughs) And... I grew up in Orange County, California, so I have about a seventy-five percent chance of getting that one right. And it did. Kid cried. I got sent to the principal's office for having the better joke.
1: Oh, that's outstanding! I need to ask: How do you go from hey, fun-loving guy to a stand-up comic? How how were you discovered, as they say?
2: Well, it, it's it's crazy. Like uh, I wasn't trying to be a stand-up comedian. I was. Um, I was 19 years old. I was going to college. Uh, I, uh, USC Trojans fight on, and uh, I, I, I was trying to be a. I was trying to be a sports announcer. I was I was studying at, uh, to be a broadcast journalist, and uh, because I have a very deep, sexy voice, and uh, my dad always thought it'd be funny if I interviewed NBA players, and I agreed. <laughs> um, so I was going for that, but then it was Father's Day weekend, and I and I took my dad father's day weekend to see a show at the brea improv the comedian on stage started making jokes started making midget jokes half the audience was laughing the audience that was sitting by me was like Uh, like and not laughing and the comedian noticed and said what is one of them here and i just raised my creepy little hand in the air and said (laughs) yeah what's up dude and uh He called me up on stage and he asked me questions. I wasn't trying to be funny. I answered the questions honestly, but the answers got laughs. And when that happened and I was on a stage, I was like, this is awesome. I want to do this for a living. Signed up to do open mic night uh, the very next week at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. And uh, that'll be 17 years ago.
0: Wow. So as you rose through the ranks... As you went from comedy shop to comedy shop to comedy shop. Yeah. Did you get pushback because of your physical stature? Were there, were there skeptical bookers? Oh no,
2: no, no, no. Um, Here's what I, here's what I tell people is being a little person. uh, It's a, it's a blessing and a curse. It is a, it it is a blessing in comedy because it gets you booked on a ton of shows because everyone, even back in that time, 17 years ago, everyone was still looking for diversity in their comedy lineup. So, you know, you didn't just want five guys doing the same perspective. You want different perspectives on a good comedy show. So, uh, yeah, I got booked on a ton of shows where it's a curse is people always knew I could be funny for 10 minutes. They weren't sure if I could be funny for the hour. So it jumping from that, uh, position where you're doing 30 minutes, 20 minutes, to now it's your show, you're the headliner, it's it's up to you. That's where it took me a little bit of time and it was hard, but it's hard for everybody. It's hard for everybody to make that jump.
0: Brad, you, you've mentioned a, a part of your anatomy a couple of times. <laughs> 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 so how's this for a transition? You just became a father. You're, you're married. <laughs> you're married. Yeah, so we know uh, that and, part of me works. And in January, you just became a father. Um, your your daughter is a dwarf as well. Yep. How do you deal with that? Are you going to deal with your daughter the same way your dad dealt with you?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, and thankfully, uh, I know that life. I know the life of being a little person. She's going to have a little easier because I was just, I was just dwarf baby. She's, she's Asian dwarf baby. They come (laughs) out so damn cute. My wife is Chinese. She's Asian dwarf baby it's oh god Uh she like she's so much cuter than i was um so yeah
1: she'll be, she'll she'll be fine so Wait, you called her elway right that's you named her elway after the denver broncos quarterback
2: yep because i'm a diehard denver broncos fan but it's kind of interesting because it was um it was actually my wife's idea i'll explain um my wife is kind of a hippie from san francisco she likes really weird names i like very traditional names uh so she like, I I remember one name. She was like, Hey, let's how about Persephone? And I'm like, Oh, you mean <laughs> Stephanie? She's like, no Persephone. And I'm like, that's a horrible name. What? Why Persephone? She's like, it's a Greek goddess. I'm like, of what? It's the goddess of stupid names. Like what the hell is that? So we're arguing. And then she looks up upon my wall, uh, here in my office. And, uh, I have a signed John Elway jersey. And she goes, Oh, what about Elway? And, in my head, I go, no, I'm not going to name my daughter after my favorite football player. That's weird. But then I started thinking like ah, eh, Elway Williams, you can call it El, you can call it Ellie, Ellie Williams. Like it's a good sounding name. It's a good sounding name. It flows well, it works. And so yeah, named her Elway. And the cool part is that uh, this past December, a month before she was born, I got a phone call from like the vice president of uh, the John Elway, uh, uh, John Elway motor company, like all his car dealerships. And, um, they asked me to to perform at the car dealership Christmas party. And I went and I performed and John Elway is there. I got to meet him. I got to meet my hero. Uh, and it was, it was an amazing moment. He's He's a great dude. And uh, the, the, the weirdest part was, was I was on stage, and I told him on stage, like, I'm going to name my daughter after you. And then I got really, like, focused. And I looked at him, I said, John, just do me one favor. Don't mess up this name, okay? Don't mess it up. We're in a, <laughs> we're in a time of cancel culture. I don't want to be like the guy who, like, 10 years ago was like, this is my son. I named him after my favorite comedian. Say hello, Cosby. Like I, I don't want, I don't want that to happen. So that was my warning to him. And hey, so far so good. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that that's when I named my dwarf daughter. But no, I'm I'm going to hopefully instill in her in her same kind of philosophy that my dad uh, instilled in me. In that, yes, you are different. Acknowledge it but embrace it, celebrate it, have fun with it. Uh, Look for, look for advantages that, that, that gives you. And if someone makes fun of you, screw them, have a joke and have, and have something right back and make fun of them, punch the bully in the mouth. You know, Um, like I'm, I really feel bad for whomever makes fun of my daughter in school because she's going to come home. She's going to tell me. And then daddy and daughter, are going to write some roast jokes about that kid and i'm gonna i'm gonna go deep i'm 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 gonna find stuff like tell me everything you know about them parents names jobs friends what they're into i'm gonna oh i'm gonna i'm gonna have some stuff and also my wife is a martial artist so whoever messes with my kid is gonna be getting in on all ends it's it's not gonna be good for them (laughs)
0: We Are Unstoppable is sponsored by University of Colorado Anschutz Medical Campus, a world-class medical destination at the forefront of education, science, medicine, and health care, right in the center of the Rocky Mountain region. Brad, you seem to be meeting every challenge, and, and they're unique challenges, every challenge head-on with a great sense of humor, and, uh, and, and it's really... It's made you unstoppable. Thank you. But, but tell me some unique challenges that that your situation brings you, and and tell me if if you will pronounce the name of of what you have, the the type of dwarfism you have.
2: Okay, uh,
0: horse c- horse. C- <laughs> c- <laughs> <mac-t-us>. You,
2: you <laughs> walked
0: around right no, into that left. The other one, bro. It, it the other been one. Perfect.
2: If I didn't stutter, <laughs> I stuttered on the joke. It would have been perfect if I just said. Or, <laughs> maximus this is a little Latin thing. But I didn't. I stuttered. I messed it up. I'm sorry. But um, no, uh, I have the, ty- the type of dwarfism I have is a uh, a chondro- uh, achondroplasia. Achondroplasia is the most common type of dwarfism. Um, Pierre Dinklage also has my type of dwarfism. So does Wee Man. So it's like that type. So that's uh, characterized by a, a large head. Uh, short arms, short legs, average-sized torso, um, collapsed nose bridge, and accordi- This is according to the. M- this is according to the m- here, here medical Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's not. It's not what you're thinking. <laughs> Prominent buttocks. That's what. Uh, oh. that's what, what a, I thought you were going to so, say
1: the front side. Uh, so so yeah. you have <laughs> a Car- you have a Kardashian ass, is what you're saying.
2: Yes I do. Yes I do. Uh I I, I do have that. Uh it's God given. And uh it it's very weird that when a a medical journalist essentially says you're the Cardi B of dwarves. Like, <laughs> and, 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 very strange. But uh yeah, that's part of it. So yeah, that's what I got. And um I'm sorry, what was the question? The hardest thing? That- no, you,
0: you answered it. Uh, well unique challenges, that's all.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, I guess the most unique challenge is trying to find clothes that don't make me look like a three-year-old. Uh, that's probably a challenge of like walking into a shoe store and saying, Hey, bring me out everything that fits me. And the only shoes they bring out have lights blinking from them. Like, uh, it's probably, that's probably the most unique challenge. It's just, you know, just functioning in a world that was not built for you and that's fine. It's Okay. I've adjusted whether rather be pull over a chair or do something or have a little adjustment on my car or something like that. Or it's fine. You just adjust there. Are, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, am in a very fortunate situation. I'm doing okay. And uh, there's a lot of people in this world that, uh, have to do, have to deal with a lot more than what I have to deal with. And, uh, so I'm not angry. I'm not, uh, I'm not upset. I'm not remorseful. If you had like the Matrix situation, like, you know, you take the blue pill, you you stay a dwarf, but you take the red pill and then you get to know what it's like to be six foot two. I would probably take the blue pill. I like my life. It's
0: pretty good. Yeah, There goes your stand up act.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have to write a whole (laughs) new gig. I have nothing that stands (laughs) out. You know, it's just (laughs) me. And uh, uh, then 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 I'm just a straight white man in America. And no one wants to be that nowadays.
1: (laughs) Well, Brad, um, not all is fun and games. Um, Earlier this year, you saw a video of a nine-year-old boy who uh, lives like you do. He's from Australia. And he was being bullied at school, Mm -hmm. threatened suicide. You saw the video, and you did something about it. You started a GoFundMe. Yep. Uh, You raised how much money? How many hundreds and thousands of dollars did you raise for this kid?
2: $465,000.
1: That's fantastic. Uh, You sent the kid and his mom to Disneyland. I mean, that... that...
2: Well, I didn't send him to Disneyland just so I'm not... I wanted to. That was the intent. The intent was to send the kid to Disneyland and uh, let let him have a great time. Um, But I talked with the kid, and uh, the kid... uh, Quaden Bales is his name. And um, great kid. Really nice guy. really, Really sucks that he got bullied in the way he got bullied and him and his family they said we just want to spread awareness and make sure this doesn't happen to other people so uh we hacked up all the money uh six ways gave it to six extraordinary anti-bullying anti-discrimination charities and uh it, 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 it it's amazing how good that feels i know it's so cheesy to say it's better to give than to receive but when you do something like that and it goes that way and it goes that well, I just wanted to send the kid to Disneyland, man. And then all of a sudden you had Hugh Jackman posting videos about this GoFundMe page and saying, good job, Brad. And I'm like, what? Like (laughs) there was a time as the, as the amount just kept getting higher and higher and higher where I was like, Oh, this is, this is now serious. Uh, you know, to where I have to like call lawyers and get them involved to make sure that, all this is done the right way because when someone gives you that amount of money to um, do something good, you want to make sure you do something good. You don't, you don't want to let people down. You don't want to, I mean, I didn't want to like have this fundraiser and then the next weekend be seen in a brand new Lamborghini, you know, that's not good. So uh, no, but the the kids, the the, the kids fantastic and the chair and the charities were very grateful. I got nice little letters from all, from all of them. And, uh, yeah, all that happened, all that happened right before the world shut down. So this year I've lived a few lifetimes just this year. My daughter was born had a worldwide fundraiser go viral. And then obviously the, uh, obviously, obviously the virus on top of that. So yeah, it's been quite the year.
0: Well, you've done a good thing before we let you go. I'm going to, I'm going to set you up here. Okay.
2: Okay. Set me up.
0: I know you love to golf yeah what's the strongest part of your golf game
2: <laughs> uh my drive <laughs> <laughs> Liar.
0: <laughs>
2: i know what you're trying to do less i know what you're trying to do less <laughs>
0: comedy writer less uh, i'm teeing him up come on
2: no no i tell you what my favorite part about playing golf is though is is 'Cause when I travel, you know, back when we could travel, um, I would go and I'd would pl- bring my clubs and I'd play in the different cities where I tour around the around the country. And um sometimes I'd just go by myself and they'd end up sticking me with another two some, threesome, whatever. And uh they would and inevitably we introduce ourselves and someone always goes like, All right, so we so we keep in score, we doing bets, what are we doing? And I like to do that, so I say sure, and then they go, All right. What's your handicap? And I go dwarfism. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah,
0: so <soft>. See, <laughs> you got up for a joke,
2: I, and I, oh, I, I didn't take
0: it. I missed it. Different joke. <laughs> ah. so no, wait. Do, do I have to deliver the line now? Is that the point here? Because our listeners are wondering what the best part of your game is.
2: Oh, see now, there's no joke there. We all okay. We already had the laugh. We all we already all did it. Right. You go out, you go out on a high note, okay? You don't go back. It, it, it's like, yeah, you, you don't do that thing where you laugh for five minutes at an inside joke, and then someone says, "What's so funny?" and then you have to explain it again. Like it's not.
0: You're right. It's
2: not good. Professional comedian. All right, <laughs> you're 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 the professional talker. You're very good at it. I'm I'm professional comedian.
0: I think this is a great time to end this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, really appreciate your time. Um, uh, you're you're back hitting the stages. I know that. Yeah, uh, um, I know you were at Comedy Works in Denver. You're going to be yeah, touring I'm the touring, country here soon. I'm, I'm I'm touring some. Um, just always go to
2: BradWilliamsComedy dot com and see where the dates are. See see how we're adjusting. And uh, I I also know that I'm, I'm starting up uh, drive-in shows. So um, keep posted on that. I'll be I'll be talking about where I'm doing drive-in stand-up shows. Uh, but yeah, follow me on social media. You can uh, follow me on Instagram if you want to see photos of the Asian dwarf baby or, as we call her, the ADB. Uh, you got to respect the ADB. So uh, follow me on Instagram, at Brad Williams Comic. And, yeah, just uh, uh, everyone stay safe and hope we can get to a point where we're all doing live comedy shows soon and I could tour like a damn madman.
0: Brad, really appreciate your time. Always a pleasure. I uh, have enjoyed you know, having you in studio in the past, and, and doing this was, uh, was great as well. Thanks, Brad.
2: Hey, pleasure was all mine, always for you, my friend.
0: Thanks for listening to We Are Unstoppable, sponsored by the University
1: of Colorado Anschutz Medical Campus you want more unstoppable stories subscribe to our podcast wherever you find and listen to podcasts you can even ask your smart speaker to play we are unstoppable podcasts
0: and you can visit us at our website unstoppablepodcasts.com for more episodes and ways to subscribe that's unstoppablepodcasts.com subscribe today